up, guys? Welcome back. This is the East vs. West podcast. It's been a long time, Johnny, but we made it back, dude. It's been a long time. Long time coming, but uh, it's good to be back recording. Uh, super busy with the football season last year, um, but this year we're going to try and keep it up a little more um, now that the schedule's figured out a little. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, everyone's got a bit of uh, extra time on their hands these days, uh, of yeah. course, because of the virus. Absolutely. But, um, you know, it's almost April. <laughs> I know. It's just crazy. Yeah, almost April, almost draft season. So we're here. Um, we're ready to kick it off, though. What we got today, we're going to do a dueling mock draft. I'm going to handle the odds. We got Johnny on the evens. Um, we're going to treat this as if we are the GMs here. Um, we're not going to try and predict what these teams are going to do. We're going to try and improve these teams. Um, and hopefully we have a lot of fun doing it. You ready to kick this off, Johnny? Go ahead. All righty. First overall pick, Cincinnati Bengals, um, super easy. It's Joe Burrow, um, best quarterback season ever in college football. Um, incredible accuracy, incredible pocket poise. Uh, it's just an easy pick. Yep, definitely easy. Um, pick number two, Redskins. Uh, a lot of people have been saying, oh, like Tua, blah, blah. But like, I firmly believe that if you're going to take Haskins the year before and you think that's your guy and that's who you want, then you got to stick with him. I mean, you can't give the guy three games or a few games and then move on. Um, and then Chase Young's just the best player in the draft. So I think it's easy pick for the Redskins, Chase Young. Um, if they get, if they go to, I think it's, it's not the worst decision. I mean, if they think he's going to be really good, pull like kind of like what Kyler Murray did with Rosen, but I think it just sets you back a little bit. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you got to kind of question what the hell they're doing if they do pick Tua after spending another premium position last year to draft a quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. All right, third overall, Detroit Lions. Um, this is a pick I've kind of had trouble with, and I've done a couple mocks too. Um, just because, you know, Detroit could trade out of this so easy. Um, there's also so many ways they could, they could go. Um, if I'm the GM of the Detroit Lions, though, I would pick Isaiah Simmons. Um, you've got a need at linebacker. Um, he can kind of play back in the secondary. I don't think Simmons should play linebacker. I think he should kind of play that hybrid safety uh, linebacker role, um, get him in the slot as well. I think that's where he's best played. And he's just a freak, man. Not many people that big that can move that fast. Yeah, I'm gonna, he, uh, I mean, watching Clemson a lot, especially since Syracuse plays him every year. Um, mm -hmm. he used to literally always line up everywhere. And whenever I told them, people that, and I would like be like, look, now he's playing corner. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, really? And like, now it's kind of become like what he's known for. So he's been doing that since he was like a freshman there. Yeah. Extremely versatile, just a freak. Absolutely. Um, so pick four, um, now that Simmons gone, uh, this is one where a lot of, a lot of fans thought maybe, the Giants would take Isaiah Simmons. Um, mm -hmm. But I think it's all about that offensive line. Um, I really do. I think you've got to improve and you got to get as many pieces around your young quarterback and Daniel Jones as you can. Um, I really do. Uh, so then with that pick, um, I actually, my number one, I have as Mekhi Becton. Yeah, he's a massive human being. I mean, that guy is ginormous, dude. Yep. Yeah, so I think he's a good player, um, and I think that's the best overall move for the Giants because you got to start building around Daniel Jones. 
Yeah, I think that could be a trade-up scenario for another team as well. Um, just because there's so many tackles, I think the Giants would be comfortable kind of falling back and picking one up later. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right, number five, Miami Dolphins. I mean, this pick has been – everyone's been calling this pick for almost like a year at this point. Yeah. I got the Dolphins picking Tua. I mean, yeah, I it's just a good fit, I think. You don't have to start him right away. He can rest if he needs to. Um I yeah, that's about all I got. Yeah, that was that's <laughs> an easy one. Um, the only thing I, I'll say there is be careful of a team trading up in that 2-3-4 slot, you know, and taking him from the Dolphins. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't see this draft order kind of staying still at all. <laughs> I definitely think there's going to be some movement within the top five. I agree. I agree. Um, so now f- pick five uh, or six. pick six, uh, Chargers. Um I think you got to go quarterback here. Um, for me, it's between Love and Herbert. Uh, and I just think Herbert is, you know, the safer pick right now. Uh, Definitely. And that's where I'm going to go with six for them. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to be, uh, debate between Herbert and Love, the kind of ceiling versus floor debate yeah. there. And, um, you know, Herbert's really kind of grown on me as the process has gone along. I wasn't really impressed with him in the season. But as I've gone back and watched film, um, you know, the offense he was in really wasn't ideal for him. Um, you know, those yeah. screens underneath and stuff just Absolutely. doesn't really help the quarterback out. I uh, I watched him actually when we were first at SIS. I saw him when he was either like a freshman or a sophomore. Yeah, I remember you were on him early. Yeah, and I, I watched that one game with him and I was like, this kid, because in the Pac-12 at that time, they had Darnold, they had Rosen, they had a bunch of good quarterbacks. Um, and I was like, this kid's really good. Um, so I, I think he'll be, I think he'll be a decent player. Uh, it depends on the system. Obviously it depends on the coaching around him, but I mean, he has all the physical tools. He's big. He can move, he can throw the ball, you know? Absolutely. I think it's just a matter of kind of putting it together upstairs and that simple offense. Can you transition to an NFL offense, which is going to be way more complicated than the offense ever was at Oregon? Yeah, absolutely. All right. At seven overall, we've got the Carolina Panthers. Um, if the board works out this way, I think they would get tremendous value selecting uh, Jeff Okuda. Yeah. Um, I, you know, they need – go ahead. No, I was going to say, I had Okuda at like three, so I think that would be awesome value for here. Yeah, I mean, you've seen him pegged to the Detroit Lions a lot. Um, you know, they just traded away Slay, so I get that, but I think the Lions have bigger needs than just a corner. That's why I went Simmons there. Yeah. But if Okuda does fall this far, that's tremendous value for the Panthers. He's easily the best corner in this draft. Um, they've really been kind of searching for a corner since Norman left. Um, so now they finally get a stud back in that secondary. I like it. Great pick. Um, pick number eight, Cardinals. I think for me, um, Cardinals have a few needs on defense with edge and linebacker. Um but I go to the same thing I said with the Giants, with Daniel Jones. Uh, same thing with Kyler Murray. You got him a DeAndre Hopkins. He had a good season. You have a good offensive coach right now. Um, you got to go one of these top two tackles. Uh, mm-hmm. So I would say with this pick, I go uh, Tristan Wirfs. Yeah, he's a freak, man. His combine was unbelievable. Yep. Um another example of a guy that's just massive that can really move. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which is kind of, it's kind of an extra additive that he can move in an offense like the Cardinals. I th- Definitely. And you know, match made in heaven, actually, 
it's a good point you say that. Yeah, I mean, so one of the points I've heard around the Cardinals is, you know, they're they're trying to run an air raid type system, right? Yeah. So they're trying to get four or five wide receivers on the field. Um, Cliff Kingsbury tried to do that early last year, and it just didn't work just because they didn't have tackles. They didn't have pass protection. So they had to start going to tight end sets just to get extra blockers on the field. Now you get a true tackle there. It's easier to go four or five wide. It just makes it easier for the system, makes it easier for the quarterback. Yeah, great point. If you want to run the sp- if you want to run the spread, you better hope that you have good tackles and you better hope that you have a running back that can block a little. Yeah. You know. For sure. Um That's a good point. N- number 9, Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, this is I think another um trade-up scenario. You know, you look at teams that want a receiver, obviously Denver, but I mean the Eagles I think can make a move up to this uh, selection. Just Jacksonville's not winning this year, so I think they should try and uh, collect as many picks as they can. Oh yeah, they have. However, needs. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I mean, just looking <laughs> at the needs list, it's literally almost every position but quarterback. And even then, I'm not completely sold on Minshew yet. So that's what I was going to so, say. I've seen some of these mock drafts have them taking a quarterback. Um, I think that's kind of stupid. I don't know why. Trade away Nick Foles, and you make it seem like you're going to move on with Gardner Minshew, and then you just go get a quarterback. Yeah, I don't think it makes no sense. I agree. I mean, you got Minshew on that sixth round value, so his it's going to be like a Dak situation. You're going to be barely paying the guy for three, four years. I think you have to work with that because you're going to have a lot of maneuverability in the cap. Yeah, and I just yeah, I don't think that a rookie quarterback going there is going to be in the best situation anyway. So I just don't even know if it's a good fit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I'm at this point, you know, Derek Brown would be a good fit because of uh you know like- Jacksonville's been known to take those interior guys. Yep. I like that. I like that pick. I uh I actually had him going like seven in my original mock draft. I think he's yeah, he's, he's a beast. He's an absolute monster. Um all right, so pick ten Browns. Um the thing about the Browns is I know they need an offensive tackle, but they actually had a really good pass protection game last year. Um, And I do think they need a linebacker, but I think if you're in this position here and Willis is still there, Jedrick Willis, I think that's the third tackle you got to get. I think he's just worth the pick. So make that offensive line even a little bit better. Yeah, that guy is nasty, man. He just absolutely mauls people up front. So I like that pick, too. All right, pick 11, your New York Jets. Um, We've talked about this a lot. You know, people have been putting – it's kind of down to two positions, right? It's either tackle or receiver. Yeah. Um, When you look at this situation, I mean, Andrew Thomas is really the only tackle available that makes sense at this spot. And you've got – you're the pick of whoever you want at receiver. So it's an easy decision here. I think Jerry Judy is the all around best receiver in this class. Incredible route runner. Um, incredible after the catch, his hands kind of questionable. He had some drops, but still, I think just the other traits just puts him in a class above everyone else. Absolutely. Um, I think that's the dream scenario. If he's there at 11 and the jets don't take him, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, I mean, it's just been so long since they've gotten a receiver. It's crazy. And please help out Darnold. Like, I want to see this guy actually do well. Don't let them fail. I know. I know. 
right now that's the weapons are not great. No, not at so, all. I think that's where you need to go. Um, I mean, you signed three freaking offensive linemen in free agency. I get it. That's not going to be a pro bowl offensive line, but you did a little bit now just get us a wide receiver and please don't, please yeah. don't go like corner or like defense here. We, we had one of personnel wise. We had one of like the worst personnel defense last year and we were actually fine on defense. Please, please. Great. Greg Williams actually kind of impressed yeah, me with did the a talent. Hell of a job with not that much talent. We don't need to waste a first round pick on that. We need to get an offensive player. It's 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 so simple. I mean, yeah, Williams I last year, he he's real good, right? Yeah. So, that's got it. They got to <laughs> help offense for once, just for once. Um, pick twelve. Um, Raiders, interesting. Um, I mean, they got to go wide receiver or cornerback. Um, I think if the Jets go Judy, um, I don't think they want to miss out on C.D. Lamb because although this is a really good uh, receiving class, I think those two kind of separate themselves talent-wise. Yeah. Um, so I think they go C.D. Lamb here. Yeah, completely makes sense. Um, I think C.D. Lamb would be a nice fit in Gruden's offense as well. Um, just the run after the catch ability, you know, it's kind of a West coast system. So it's going to be, you know, some shorter routes and just trying to make plays after the catch. I think CD lamb, that's just, yeah. Right. Right up his wheelhouse. Um, 13, the 49ers. um, It could be a third straight wide receiver here. I just don't think that's how John Lynch has been building his team. Um, You've seen, they've kind of put an emphasis on the trenches, especially in the first round. So, I mean, you've got Kinlaw here. you got Thomas um, from Georgia, who I don't think they would go tackle at this point, even though they could use one here in the near future. Um, it's a tough situation here, because I could also see this being a trade-up scenario for someone else, because um, the 49ers only have like five or six selections in the draft. So if they want to collect capital, um, this would be a great move for them. But in this case, um, I'm going to give them Javon Kinlaw. Um, you know, you trade away Eric Armstead. So you got to replace him with someone else up front. And Kinlaw, even though he's raw, he has the potential to be one of the best defensive players in this draft. Yeah, I like I, I like Kinlaw. Um, I think that's a good pick. Um, especially you saw how dominant their D line was. Um, yeah, you don't want to lose strength on strength. Yeah. Um, pick fourteen. Um, the Bucks really have a lot of options here. Um, Mm-hmm. I know they need offensive linemen, um, and I know they need a running back. But what I would do if I was the Bucks, and this might surprise people, I would take Henry Ruggs. You add Ruggs to Godwin and Evans' ability, and now Brady has all the weapons he wants plus a little deep threat. I think that offense becomes almost unstoppable. Yeah, that would be actually really scary. I mean, you know, you get Brady, so you get an obvious upgrade at quarterback, and you have Evans and Godwin. If you have someone like Ruggs to take the top off, that's going to be a very hard offense. Absolutely, handle. and I think uh, I think if they were to get him, um, and I don't, I honestly, I don't know if they will. Um, I think in like a situation like this, they may just go with like a an Andrew Thomas um, or maybe something with like uh, defense. But mm-hmm. I think. I, I think Rugs. I think Rugs gives them that little edge to their offense, and then 
You don't need to worry about that whole Antonio Brown thing. You know, you can just wipe your hands with that. I think that's who they go. Um, you don't have to rely on OJ Howard to be something he's not if you get a guy drugs. Yeah. So I just think the more weapons you can get around Brady, the better it is. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to get as much out of OJ Howard as Brady would like for the way he's utilized tight ends in his career. Um, mm-hmm. So I think Ruggs really could make that big difference for them. And, you know, I really like Ruggs. I actually think he's probably the second best receiver in this class after Judy. Um, I think he's kind of under uh, underrated as a route runner. Um, and, of course, just the speed and the after-the-catch ability. Uh, I also think he's got probably some of the best hands in this class. I, um, he had less drops than Judy as well. So I think Ruggs has been – not that he's underrated, but I think he's really – you know, one or two in the receiver rankings this year. Absolutely. Um, 15 for the Denver Broncos. I mean, it hurts that Ruggs is off uh, right before at this point. But, I mean, you've got Andrew Thomas staring you in the face. Garrett Bowles is a complete liability at left tackle. Andrew Thomas is a natural left tackle. He played there at Georgia for a lot. He played a lot of games there. And he honestly might be an instant upgrade over Bowles. Bowles is just so bad. Um, as any Broncos fan would tell you. So I think drafting uh, Andrew Thomas, you know, you help solidify Drew Locke. He's not kind of running back uh, around back there yeah. anymore. Um, you are going to need to pick up a wide receiver, but in this draft, you can kind of wait till day two to get a Absolutely. guy. I, love, I like the pick. Um, and if Thomas was still there at 15, I think that's good value for you guys too. Absolutely. Um, all right. 16 Falcons um, for me. I think you got to go corner here. Um, I think you go CJ Henderson. Um, I just think he fits in nicely. Um, And that's really a position they need right now. Um, I also think the Falcons are in a bit of a more of a rebuild than people think. Like people try and make it seem like every year, like they're like right there, but they've really been disappointing since that Super Bowl they were in. I mean, they weren't even close mm-hmm. last year. They're not even close. Good. Bad, you yeah. added Todd Gurley. Good for you. I just, I think the Falcons are really, every year they just get so much love. And I think they, I think they really need a lot more. Um, that defense is, they need some edge rushers. Um, but I think corner is a big upgrade, um, especially if you need interior D linemen and you need an edge and you can't, like a lot of these guys have gone. And you can't single out one prospect who's by far above and beyond the other. Go with the second best corner in the draft, and then that way, your receivers are covered. Your D line doesn't need to get to the quarterback as fast. Um, so I think it's just one way of helping their defense overall. True. I mean, after losing True Font, you have a definite need at corner. Yeah. And you know, I'm kind of guilty too of kind of overrating the Falcons the past couple of years. Um, you know, I kind of just looked at the offense as the defense is you know, really quickly declined. Quick. So they, yeah, super quick. So I think they have to focus on defense in the first round here and just get any kind of talent they can grab. That's a good pick. Absolutely. Uh, 17, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, you need secondary players here. Um, you could also you increase your pass rush after losing Robert Quinn. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Xavier McKinney. Um, he plays really all over the place. Uh, in Alabama, you know, Saban loved the guy. 
So you kind of get a chess piece on defense. You know, I know McCarthy isn't really a, he's more of an offensive coach, but you got to get more talent on that defense, especially after losing Jones um, and Quinn, you know, so McKinney can play all over the place and help you in multiple yep. ways. He's my number one rated safety too. So I like that. Um, 18 Dolphins. Um, I think Dolphins have yeah three picks in the first round. Um, I yeah. think they also need to maybe go safety. Um, but if Xavier McKinney is gone at that point, I don't know if they do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they maybe go either go offensive line, I think, for them, or you go safety. Um, gosh, this is a tough pick for them. Really yeah, th- I mean, you could definitely see them trading out at this point, yeah. too, just to get more picks. I'm trying to think. You know, I'm, if I'm them, I think I, I think I go Austin Jackson here. Um, you're going to draft to uh, – um, I think Austin Jackson is the next best lineman available. Um, and I think if you're going to go to a first, you get him a nice piece right there for your offensive line. Um, and you start that rebuild fast. Yeah. Austin Jackson's interesting. He had a down year last year, um, but in 2018, he was really good. He actually uh, had a bone marrow transplant. He gave bone marrow to his sister uh, before the 2019 season. And a lot of people are saying that that surgery kind of didn't have him at 100% the full year last year so you get a talented guy um it could be seen as a reach in this position but if you look at the 2018 film it makes yeah. sense um exa- and exactly i think i think whoever the dolphins take here could kind of be a reach a little um so like and i think yeah. trading out it's the perfect thing um especially if like thomas doesn't fall to you or mckinney doesn't fall to you um i think that's what you got to do yeah, that makes sense. Um, at 19, Las Vegas Raiders, um, you know, you got the wide receiver with C.D. Lamb at 12. Um, you got to improve that defense. That defense has been terrible for as long as I can remember, yeah. really. Um, you've got some good cornerbacks on the board still. I've got Christian Fulton as my cornerback, too. Uh, he's got natural cover skills. Um, he's got some areas he needs to work on, but I still think he's got – second best potential in the draft. So I'm going to go Christian Fulton nice. here. That's who I had them taken in my mind. Nice. Um, 20 is the Jaguars. Um, so if I'm the Jaguars, I know they need a lot of help with their defense, but how many, how many like years? And I don't know why this isn't one of their primary needs. How many years are we going to watch them have terrible receiving court? Like yeah. how many years in a row? It's 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 miserable watching their receivers every year. Um, so with that <laughs> yeah. said, I would I would probably go Justin Jefferson here, um, a guy who can do it all, um, very talented, very reliable, um, and I think he he's a good upgrade to have um, and gives Gardner Minshew another target and really kind of helps with jump starting that offense in the right direction again. I agree. I really like Justin Jefferson. Um, you know, he might not be the best all around in talent in this class, but I could see if he is the best producer at wide receiver of, out of these rookies in 2020. He's just, he's ready to go, man. He's got route running ability. He's got incredible hands. Yep, he just, um, and that 40 time at the combine was super surprising. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, uh, he reminds me of like a Swiss army knife. He just, he's, he's old, reliable. 
you know, which uh-huh. I like that. Um, but so I think that's who they yeah. go. Um, I think they have to address some sort of receiver and skill position. Um, I mean, it's been 25 years since they've had a skill player. Literally, Maurice Jones yeah. might have been their last skill player that they've had. I don't know if they purposely don't sign them, if they purposely avoid talent, or but seriously, I mean, think about it. They have not gone after an offensive talent in 20 years. It's crazy. It really, it yeah, it makes I, sense. I and then it. the 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 one guy in Justin Blackman who actually looked yeah. promising. I mean, everyone knows yeah. his issues. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's why like a lot of these draft needs um, that I read and everything have been. You know, they haven't even been addressing anything on the offense. Um, I mean, I think that's where it's got to start for them, uh, especially if with that pick, uh, what was it? They had pick nine. Yeah, especially if pick nine, if they're going to go with the D tackle or like an Isaiah Simmons or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. And, you know, Justin Jefferson, I think, is really good at running the scramble drill, too. I mean, he had Burrow as his quarterback, yeah. obviously. And he did a great job of breaking open downfield um, whenever Burrow would kind of escape the pocket. And Minshew kind of plays in the same way. You know, he's going to run around back there a bit. And um, Justin Jefferson, I think, really gives him something to work with. I agree. All right, Philadelphia Eagles. um, It's tough to see Justin Jefferson to go right before that. Um, They could definitely use him. You know, Eagles kind of have a lot of needs, too. That defense – I mean, the defensive line is really good, but really other than that, you've got some issues, um, especially at safety yep. and corner. Um, looking at the secondary players here, I don't really know if you get the great value there. Um, so this is a tough pick as well. definitely is. If I was an mm. eagle, I was... You know, I'm going to go... I was just going to say, ahead. this is some uh, spot where I would definitely look to trade back. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, or even trade up from here to try and get, like we mentioned, in the top 10 or 15, if you really want. Yeah, if they want to go for a trade up and get, like, C.D. Lamb or something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to actually go Kenneth Murray here. Um, Really fast linebacker. um, Has the potential to help in the passing game as well. So I think that would just make their defense better. Um, Although your secondary is really hurting, and it sucks to, you know, all the corners and receivers kind of went – Mm -hmm. at this point but you know you got to get someone to help out so i'm gonna go absolutely i had them taking a linebacker too in my mock draft for the same and that nice the wide receivers and corners were basically dying at that time um yeah so pick 22 um the vikings um vikings also are kind of a team that i I don't really know how talented they're gonna be um they got some good pieces Mm -hmm. of course but I think they have a decent amount of needs. Um, they don't have the best line on both sides of the ball. Uh, they need an edge rusher. They need a corner. They need a wide receiver. Um, I think this is a interesting spot to be in. Um, they also have a pick 25. Um, got two picks right near yeah. each other. Um, but if I'm them, uh, I think I go edge, um, get myself a dominant edge player. Uh, so I'm going to go either – I'm going to go yeah. Gross Matos. All right. I was thinking Edge as well. Um, you know, you lose Everson yeah. Griffin. Um, that defense really kind of needs some juice back into it. Um, you're, you're in a really crucial year here if you're the Vikings. I mean, you just extended Cousins, so you know that he's going to be there at least another two years. 
But, um, you know, Zimmer and everyone else, uh, Spielman, I think they're kind of on the hot seat. I think they need another big year. Um, they have to make a playoff oh, yeah. run or else uh, they could all be in uh, Yeah, they're on jobs. a short timetable too. Um, like the way the team's constructed and everything, I think like you got to get it done in the next two or three years. Um, and if not, that rebuild's going to come. Um, yeah, I agree. Between, um, it was between him and Espinosa, but, or Espinosa, um, but I took – us for this one yeah i mean you got chase on there too so they definitely have uh options yeah. at the end yeah, yeah. i have chase in too there um 23 new england patriots this is gonna be a real interesting pick obviously you don't have brady anymore um could they go quarterback i don't think that they're gonna do that um i think they're just gonna kind of roll with what they have and address the quarterback next year if they have yeah. to um, They're gonna end up scary. getting the first pick next year and get Trevor Lawrence and be, oh my and be God, good that... for another twenty years. <laughs> the NFL would lose its mind if that happened. That would just be unfair. Oh man, that's so funny. Um, this is a tough pick though. Um, you know, no one really knows what Belichick's gonna do. I think you're just gonna have to go value here, especially in this situation, and pick up Chase on. Um, you know, you did lose some players on that defense and the defense is still the strength of that team. Um, you've got the McCordy twins, you've got Gilmore back there still. So you've got guys in pass coverage. If you get another edge rusher. I think that could be huge for them and really make the defense, um, one of the best in the league again. I agree. So who, who'd you say? I said, oh, uh, Clavon yeah. Chasen. Yeah. I like, I like Chasen. He's a, he's a, he's a beast. Um, yeah, I was Super just about versatile. to say he's versatile. I was he could do a couple yeah. things for you too. Yeah, Belichick would have fun. Speaking of him, Belichick man. having fun, um, and I know like some of these mocks have had Jordan Love in the top ten. Um, I really don't see that. But if he were to fall mm-hmm. to the Patriots at twenty three, everything that you know, if we've kind of gathered about him, the way he plays and. You know, he can make a lot of throws, uh, but he's a little, like, raw. He doesn't have the best mental yet. Throws some picks. I think that's Belichick's guy. If there's one team that he could fit in and really excel, oh, my God. I I mean, I think that's the perfect system for him. Um, So if I'm Jordan Love, I'm hoping the Patriots take me in that spot. Yeah, Um, no doubt. I think that's – because he – to me, it's – I basically gathered – He's the type of guy that it's going to really depend on the situation he has and where he goes. Yeah, makes complete sense. The guy definitely needs some NFL coaching. Um, like you said, he's very raw, but he's got the ability to make all the throws. He's mobile, so that'd be an Absolutely. interesting fit. Um, 24, Saints. Um, I originally had them taking Chase in here, um, but you took him there. Um, so I think I would go with Patrick Queen. Um, I think they need a lot here. Um, yeah. I think Queen's the next guy. Uh, someone who's got such a great motor. Um, I just, like, every game I watch, yeah. he just, he's everywhere. He tries really hard. He has his head on right. Um, just the kind of guy that I think, like, I don't know if he'll ever be the best linebacker in the league, but I think he's a guy that could give you some quality starting seasons for you um, and really be, like, a starting linebacker for them and make a difference on that defense. I agree. That would have been the pick if I had that one too. Um, it just makes sense there. Yeah. Um, and then especially with uh, all right, 
who was it? It's who's taking less money for them? Is it Alonzo? No. Which linebacker? Oh, I'm not sure. I can't. I yeah, one of their that. linebackers just took like a pay cut too, um, to stay with him. But I still think they need to address that linebacker. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, 25, we've got the Vikings again. Um, you know, you trade away Diggs. Um, you lose Xavier Rhodes. Um, you, I think you got to go perimeter here. I don't think – I mean, you could go Mims. I don't think that's his spot, though. I'm going to actually go Jeff Gladney. Um, he's someone that I enjoyed watching. Uh, actually, when I was watching receivers against TCU, Jeff Gladney impressed me. So I think that'd be a good fit. And, you know, Mike Zimmer loves uh, – Zimmer and Spielman love drafting those corners in the first round. So that just makes sense, I think. <laughs> I like it. Um, it's funny because in my mock, I have them taking Trayvon Diggs. <laughs> and I didn't even, I didn't even realize uh, that if they get rid of, you know, thank Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of Stefan. Trayvon for a corner. But, yeah, same idea, cornerback for them, um, 100%. All right, you got the Dolphins, Dolphins again. again. Did I have all of their picks? Yeah, I did. No, you um, okay, no, so I had two. Uh, then at 18, I took Austin Jackson. Nice. Yeah, Austin Jackson. Um, yeah, really go anywhere think, here. They, got, they have a lot of needs. Um, I don't know. I, I think at this point, maybe, maybe it becomes next best player available. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I like Del Pitt, but I think it could be a little early for Del Pitt here. I mean, I kind of want to stick with the offensive theme, you know? Um, I kind of want to, mm, yeah. you know, if you're going to have a first round and you're going to take Tua, then you're going to take your linemen and you're going to do it that way. I think that next pick then has to be, I think, memes. I think Denzel memes is that next pick. Um and then that's a hell of a draft. That's a hell of a start to reboot this offense and, you know, become what it needs to become. Yeah, and that's kind of the modern-day strategy we've seen is, you know, buy defense, draft offense, and that would make sense for the Dolphins yeah, to do I that. I mean, then, then you guys – then you're getting a quarterback of your future, you're getting a stud receiver, and you're getting a guy who's going to be a good offensive lineman. I mean, that's the way to start off your draft. That's a hell of a day one. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I don't think they're going to make all these picks in the selections they're in. I definitely think they're a candidate to trade up or back just because they have yeah. so much ammo. But in the situation that you're in, yeah, I think that's a great absolutely. pick. All right, Seattle Seahawks. Um, you know, I've kind of liked putting Delpit in this position just because since you lost Earl Thomas, um, and they just cut Tedrick Thompson today. So there's a definite need at safety. And, you know, Delpit's got the range, although there are some doubts about his physicality, which doesn't quite fit in with the Seahawks MO. I'm going to go Delpit here just because you finally get another center fielder back there, someone that can really shore up the back end. Um, hopefully he's healthy again this year. But I think that'd be pretty decent value yeah, for Yeah, I, I really like Delpit. Um, I know he has his concerns, um, but I've always been a fan of his when watching him. Um, and I, I would not be surprised if he became a really good safety in the league. Yeah, I think so. Um, so pick 28, Ravens. Um, it's kind of an interesting one. Uh, you could maybe go interior O-line here. Um, 
You could also maybe go mm-hmm. linebacker. Um, I know they lost uh, Ono Wooser or whatever to the Jets. Um, and I, I yeah. think I think they're at a part where you have a good enough quarterback to evade pressure. And I, I think the offense is fine in that regard. So I don't know if they have to spend a first round pick on reach for alignment here. Um, so I was thinking the other one, and this is especially because if Murray, Patrick Queen, and Chasen are all off the board at this point, I don't know if there's any other linebacker to me who's worth a first round pick. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree. Uh, so no, for sure. This pick's going to surprise you, but I think this is what you do. Mark Ingram is getting old. You really want to run the ball. You really want to be this dominant offense. You take a guy like DeAndre Swift here. Um, In my opinion, he's the best back in the draft. Um, Although I think, obviously, there's a bunch of good backs. Um, I think you take DeAndre Swift Mm -hmm. right here, surprise a lot of people, and then when you really put it in perspective of how goddamn good that rush game can be, especially with a player like him, who's also so underrated when it comes to being a passing back, he is really good with his like yards after catch. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's an awesome pick for them. Uh, I don't know if they'll do it, but I think that would be a crazy combo. I like that pick. Um, someone else I was looking at in that position would be yep. uh, LaVisca Chenault. I was going to say, say wide receiver is my other option if I didn't go running back there. Yep. Yeah, well, not even that. But, I mean, Chenault's the kind of guy that you could line up in the backfield as That's well, you know. I mean, you could hand him off the ball if you need to. So, you just get that versatility. But I like Swift there. That's a good fit. Um, 29, Tennessee Titans. Um, I had I struggled with this pick a lot um, before a lot of the free agency stuff happened. Now that it's kind of happened and the Broncos traded for Jarrell Casey, I think you need another big guy in the middle. Um, just makes this pick easier. So I'm going to go Neville Gallimore, just a massive guy that can really move inside, um, kind of get back that nose tackle presence after losing Casey. It just makes uh, sense for yeah, me. Yeah, I like that pick. Um, for them, I had them taking uh... – Ross Blacklock in that pick, but same exact contract. Who's that? Yeah. I like yeah, it. Same I love thing. it. Um, pick 30, Packers. Um, I really wanted to find a way to squeeze a, a, a tight end into this first round for them, um, but I just don't feel that comfortable with taking any of these guys in the first round. Um, I don't see any of them yeah. separating themselves to an extreme amount yet. Um, and with that said, the guy you were just talking about, Chenault, um, I think he's a good player. Um, and I think they would do them wonders to take him right in this position. Um, stop fooling around. Get get Rodgers some weapons. I mean, you know, like how many years is Devontae Adams going to be his only player, you know? Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, they kind of skipped on wide receiver and free agency. I mean, the entire NFL has kind of skipped on wide receivers and free agency. So I think this is – probably one of the most obvious picks in the draft in the first round is the Packers going receiver or at least some kind mm-hmm. of offensive weapon. What do you think about the tight ends? All do you right. think that any of them are worth that spot? I No, so I completely agree with I, you. I think that's 
Oh, he, what's his name? Rogers used to be so good with, uh, was it Michael Finley or? Uh, he, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Cook played well there. Yeah. Finley played um, well there. He's always had, for the most part, he's always had good tight ends there. Yeah, Jimmy Graham think, just didn't work there. I think there. that's, that was a big part of the struggles is they thought he was going to be a lot better, um, than he was the last past couple of years for him. Um, but yeah, just, I don't think there's anyone worth it in this first round for them. Um, so Chenault, is there a guy? Yeah, I, I completely agree with you on the tight ends, though. I mean, it's kind of a weak tight end class, yeah. so it makes sense. Um, all right, 31, the second pick for the 49ers. Um, who do we have them taking? We gave them – oh, we gave them Kinlaw. So I've got the Niners again. So you kind of take care of that interior presence. Um you know, and I mentioned they they don't really go wide receiver or skill positions early in the draft. They kind of go trenches. So, I mean, you've got Josh Jones. You've got Ezra Cleveland there at tackle. Um, they wouldn't take another interior defensive lineman um, after taking yeah. Kinlaw. Man, I mean, I've thought about running back at this spot as well, but I just – that doesn't really fit in with the MO. Um, I mean, you've got so many guys there. you got Mostert. you got Coleman. Um, I think uh, Jarek McKinnon's still on the roster too. So you've got guys, Brita as well. Yeah, I mean, they've got a complete stable of backs. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm just going to go uh, Josh Jones here, offensive tackle. Um, you know, you did pick McGlinchey last year, but you get two young tackles out there. I think you're really kind of setting this offense up uh, for the future. I like it. I like it. Um, and then the last pick of the first round, Um it's going to be the Chiefs, our Super Bowl champions. Uh, yep. I think the Chiefs have a few options here. Um, I think, yes, their offense is so good. It is. It's so good. But could you imagine if they got themselves one of these top-end running backs here um, at the, this first round? Yeah. Um, I think you take, like, a Jonathan Taylor – um, maybe Clyde Edwards. Um, but for me, I think Jonathan Taylor. Um, I know he has a lot of mileage. Um, and I know there's the concerns in that regard. But I mean, the guy is—he was the sure thing in college. Uh, he really impressed me yeah. with his forty time. Um, I didn't think he was going to run that fast. Um, and he's just—you know—he's a grinder. Um, I think he's an awesome back. And the reason why I think it's such a good fit for the Chiefs is because you're not asking him to come to a team like the 49ers. You're not asking him to come to a team like the Ravens. You're asking him to come to a team where he might only get 9, 10 carries a game. But do you know how much of an impact that would have if – I mean, look what Damian Williams did in the Super Bowl. He's not more talented, John, yeah. talented than Jonathan Taylor, you know? So you get athletic back. Yeah, makes and sense. I, I mean, if I'm Jonathan Taylor, I'm doing everything I can to get drafted by the Chiefs. I, as soon as I was thinking about like the mileage on him and that kind of stuff, I was like, yeah, but he's so good. Where could he go that, you know, it would be worth it? And I think the Chiefs are that perfect spot. Um, I really do. I think that's probably my favorite pick in this whole first round, um, just because of what he could give them with a very little amount of usage. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's – if Jonathan Taylor went to the Chiefs, I think that would be just 
absolutely terrifying, especially, you know, as a Broncos fan, that would just be just terrifying because, you know, you already have the options on the outside. I mean, obviously you have Mahomes, but now you have yeah. that back to worry about that is a threat to take it to the house yep. from anywhere on the field. Um, it would just be yeah. scary. And especially when, I mean, when you hear most of the people's negatives to Jonathan Taylor, it's basically, oh, he's going to wear down. Oh, he's had a lot of mileage on him. You know, like that's mostly what you hear about yeah. him. So perfect. Go to a place where you're the fifth option on the offense. You're not to be a bell cow. Yeah. It's, I just think it's a perfect fit for him. Yeah. Makes uh, a lot of sense. Well, yeah, all right, man. Awesome. That was fun. I uh, enjoyed it. Um, I liked that we had some like surprises that had to make me like think at the moment. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, same. Yeah, no doubt. Um, we're going to try and get this thing up and running a bit more. I know I've said that a ton of times, but I think we, I mean, we obviously have a bunch of time on our hands. Yeah. So I think this is something that we'll now be able we to do um, moving yeah, no doubt. So moving towards the draft, um, I'd like to get another one of these done right before the draft, do another mock draft, just based on what we're hearing and what's kind of come out since then. Um, I think we'll have a clearer picture at that point too, to really kind of nail some of these fits. 100%. All right, man. Well, it was fun. Glad, Glad to be back, to be back. on here. Oh. Um, hopefully it's not, a, yeah, hopefully it's not another long layoff. I'm sure we'll have something coming soon. So Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you, everyone.